0: And it just kind of got to a a point of just, you know, the hospital telling you that, you know, this is your last you know, say goodbye to your mom this is your last days type of thing.
1: Every hour, of Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Matt Brown, and you're listening to the Every L Podcast. Each episode, we'll have a different guest come on and talk about when life hands you an L, is it really a loss or is it something else? Because not every L's a loss. So sit back, relax, or do whatever you guys do to get comfortable as we get into this. Let's go. hello sir how are you doing today not too bad not too bad man. how you doing i'm very well thank you well thank you very much for joining me as you know this is the every l podcast where we discuss when life hands you an l is it really a loss or is it something else i'm so honored to have such an amazing guy join me he goes by the name of jonathan he's just he's a he's a very comical guy He's a very comical guy. I think when life gets a little bit too serious for him, he just plays a joker. That's my that's my inclination about it all. But I think he's he's just, he's just one of those people that just got an infectious smile, a fantastic personality, and has really good moral compass about himself. So, you know, when they talk about be careful who you associate, associate yourself with, he's one of those people that I'll be more than happy to align myself with because it's just good vibes and good
0: people. Sir, could you please introduce yourself in a way that you see fit? Uh, not a problem first of all that was the best intro i've ever received so you know if you could record that and send that over to me you know just that segment not the whole podcast (laughs) and i'll be done so thank you everyone and good night um no my name is jonathan currently um living uh well in uh, down south lived in manchester for a while as well and uh yeah just happy to be here down south in the uk he means oh yeah sorry down south in the uk not atlanta or down south in france or spain i wouldn't mind spain if i'm on this quite now but yeah unfortunately no (laughs)
1: so no happy to be here so let's jump into this because i found it quite interesting your first l that you wanted to discuss and for those that are listening the first one jonathan wants to tackle is failing a levels and understanding that transition from young adult to adult and seeing what could have been and feeling left back so that's a lot, that's a lot to digest, but let's let's go from the top and discuss about failing your A-levels. And for those that
0: don't know what A-levels is, could you please explain it to them? Yeah, sure. So A-levels is something that you do after you've completed your kind of general certificate of secondary education. So we're talking after 16 years of age, it's seen as a qualification to kind of progress you want to university or college, as they say in America. And uh, it's it's one of the kind of qualifications that people use to kind of progress their career. So um, it's that kind of it's when you're kind of sixteen to eighteen, you're you're feeling you're really feeling yourself. You're getting that transition from kind of being that child who finished their kind of predominant years of education, and then kind of going on to being more of a adult or making more adult decisions. You may be getting some money because you're doing a part time job. You're feeling yourself. Uh, like from a personal perspective and yeah it's just um you get more you can have a make or break you i find those times and i was more on the other end of feeling myself a bit more i would say definitely confident about how how i would approach education confident about life and just optimistic in general about what was ahead of me that's interesting because a lot of people
1: when they are growing up they don't they don't know they don't know what they don't know and I think it's a matter of we get to that point where we hit 60 and everyone's telling you, oh, you're a grown up now, and it's like, am I? I don't feel no different. My face is all spotty. My joints hurt, you know. I don't know if I'm cool, but I think I am. I'm, I'm. But then you have the peer pressure of having to juggle a social status at academic accomplishments, which it comes from the house, usually and the teachers, which is rightly so, because that's their job to make sure that we're adequately equipped for the role ahead of us. Although some could argue that, that the school system is archaic, but that's a conversation for another time. So how important was A-Levels to you personally?
0: Well, it was, an, it was one of those things. When I think about, I can talk about it now, but it's just something that's quite a landmark to me. It was a, that natural progression of what do you want to do? And, I you know, in, in my household at the moment was education to progress further, um, to do what you wanted to do. And it was, I guess it was a bit of arrogance as well to say, but well, I'm doing A-levels. It's not your kind of typical vocational course you're doing, you're going down the academic route, which let's be honest, you know, as a black Caribbean boy at the time, it's very rare that you're doing A-levels or anything like that, well, where I was anyway. so. It was you know something that I thought I can do this you know I have done GCSE, it's fine I cruise that that should be fine so it was important to me in terms of setting out what my career want my or my the what job I wanted as well but at the same time and like you said the social state so state comes along with it so the context of what's going on with friends partying sometimes as well girls. And just understanding how to manoeuvre all of that in addition to sport and basketball, which I was really into, that kind of freedom where you had to manage your lifestyle and what you wanted to do, but everything's open. Everything's there for you. So with that in mind, it was a management struggle where not not, and not anything was really regimented for me, I would say. I made the decisions. That's interesting. So your parents...
1: Are kind of like I want you to achieve and accomplish and to be the best version of yourself academically as well as everything else do you feel that like how did they feed into that in terms of you going from school because here in the UK and obviously we're similar ages so when you hit 16 you could either continue with further education or you could go out into the world and get a job in your instance you decide to continue in education so by you continuing education was that because you wanted to do it or because there was an
0: expectation of doing that from your parents? It was a combination of things, really. I got good GCSEs, so it's see. And in terms of promotion of of opportunity for young people, that was just the thing to do. If you were able, if you had a certain grading, you know, you were able to progress into into further education and it was something that was quite natural no 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 really talk about creation or building businesses or thinking about what you want to do it was you just go on there and go on to university and you'll be fine so um with that in mind it was just one of those things where yeah, i thought i could do this let's just carry on and role models are very important as well my sister had gone into university beforehand so i'd seen the pathway of right you you're going to a levels and you're going to university it's just that other thing other thing now of um what that means for your management and what you how you set yourself for these type of things a discipline and i found that particular it's not necessarily the a-levels bit and that progress of education it was what happened at the outcome so i was you know second year thought i thought i'd done it thought i was good got got to a level day and it was like you you eh, you yeah you you and it was just like well what am i gonna do and some uh, as someone who obviously you didn't think about your plan b you just thought you're going to university or some way then like it made me think oh what do i do now like what's the steps and then like you get the guidance of going through clearing or final alternatives in terms of universities that will take your grades or will make you progress but that came to the l is really that point where you understand you're really on your own in this game like this is what's going on with your life now and you're at a point of making this is a crossroad what's your decision and throughout before that it's more seeking guidance from your elders or your parents and uh, you know coming from a first generation immigrant who's may, may not necessarily gone this far in education there was a kind of like a feeling of step back like hmm you have to make your own decisions here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and with that in mind, it was like, oh, I've got to make it. I've got to make a decision, but I don't know whether it's the right decision. And then I think at that point, you know exactly that you have the empowerment to, to know to to control your own destiny in that sense. So I think that was the the L in general what again in terms of the the decisions on what it meant obviously you were when you're at that age you do have a social social circle that you may be around and they have to make their decisions and they're totally different to what you've decided as well so for example for me I thought I'll take a year intensive and then get back on track and that feeling of no well whilst my other friend well off doing well, they decided forget it. Like I may have got not grade, got the grades I want, but I can progress somewhere in another, at another university, just not the one I wanted to. That's interesting. I just want to stop this for a minute because I'm very mindful that
1: not everyone will understand because grading now for younger people is different to what it was when we were there. We're not that old, um, but and also there's people that may not be in the UK and understand the system. So when Jonathan was mentioning about the getting the of U grade, you got. So normally in the grading system at that time, A plus or A, yeah, A star, was it? And then you had that A's and you had the B's and C's and D's, those are like the top end of the marks. When you're getting a U, was it like unmarked or something like that? Like they just, it was unmarked. So I think there was an X and there was a U. All I can say is, right, I would get more than the stink eye if I got pulled in anything like a D or whatever. When you're getting a U, your backside is, burning you ain't gonna go lose the longest time trust me so yeah jonathan i don't know how he's still able to be here today because my backside would have been on fire
0: but this is it this is this is the whole thing that like when it gets to that point of a levels and you're expecting that ross like it came it comes to a point of you're expecting that but you don't because you're the adult now that's your it's understandable that's your life and that's what you're supposed to do so that discipline isn't necessarily there in that sense and that's when it comes to that realization that oh this is done to me i've got to fix up and with that in mind it just made me think about kind of okay what do i want to do my girlfriend now wife um went to university i was stuck in stuck here in London in a the year intensive, all my friends are going out going to you know having the university life, I'm still here working in Harvester. Like <laughs> it's just one of those things before they harvest as a restaurant, so I was serving tables and doing waitering. But like it's that understanding of okay, so I've really got to get my life together. I've got to put myself in a position of power and and you know, do better next time. So how do you feel when
1: you got those grades where okay a little bit further back actually if we go whilst she's doing the course because it's what two years yeah two years so you're doing a two-year course your parents i'll take it checking in on you just as they do like you know good parents like, how are how you getting on and i take it you're saying like everything's okay yeah it's cool and the day comes where you're getting your grades because you said you thought you busted it you thought you was that guy and you get them grades how are you feel at that point that particular day well how do you feel prior to getting
0: them results? It was nervous. It's nervous. You know, it's nerve wracking. Like I didn't, I didn't collect my grades for my my past exams. I was in Berlin. So this is the first time I'd actually gone and collected exams and stuff. And the first feeling. And uh, I went, I went with my mum. And then you just kind of, just kind of just go, go into the room look at your grade, take take your envelope and then walk out, go to the next what place, because it was different campuses. Go and get your grades and come out. And I was just looking at them like, oh man, this ain't the one. And then it got to a point of just silence and, you know, it comes up, you know that your parents don't know what, what they want to say to you because they know that you're disappointed. And so, yeah. It, it came from a nerve wrecking to, okay, it's like an emptiness, like, what do you do? What's going to happen next? What should I do? And then um, they start talking to you about um, clearing, which is the, the UK's version of looking at universities who have vacancies but or haven't filled their vacancies and you want to change or just due to the fact that you haven't got your first choices you want to change your choice it isn't always a sin bin like that but you know it's an opportunity to change your course or what you want to do trying to negotiate with the university to say look i know i've got these grades but can you take me and they're like uh get out of here (laughs) um and then at the same time you've got other people (laughs) you get every you know every day the common bbc british broadcasting um network or within England showing these children they go. oh I got eight stars and I go <laughs> I'm going to Cambridge or Exeter and it looks so good well you're like boy man I have to do another year so, so how does it feel then because ultimately you felt that way
1: you went there with your mum and then your mum's like looking at you after looking at the results mm-hmm what saying what you've been doing the last two years
0: well that's the thing you did i didn't even need that you just start thinking about yourself and what have you what have i been doing for the last two years so it, it kind of gets to that kind of mad point um but it it gets you to reassess and realize that this life ain't no joke people and people will pass you by and if you don't focus and get to your goals then like you are ultimately running your own race and make sure that make sure that you know where your race is and what you're doing. So it just kinda got me to a point of reconfiguring your mind, my mind. And that you know, I'm not a child anymore.
1: Do you think because you had your girlfriend now wife? At the time that was sort of still on that track, still doing her thing that helped you to understand what was wrong
0: absolutely absolutely at the time you're thinking I should be here i should be I should be at university you're going to visit you're going to visit people who are at university I used to visit my girlfriend every Friday as well because that's when she didn't have lectures and at the same time, you're just at home still at your mum's. <laughs> and obviously that, that that wasn't the the life that I was envisaging. I was more looking at like what I wanted to do for that's definitely what I wanted to do in the long term, one of that campus life be a way seek independence, but just wasn't meant to be. I'd you know, had another year. And I think the key thing was that people were supportive of my decision as well. So procrastination can sometimes be worse than worse than actually making a decision and saying that you stick to that path. And I was a bit stubborn of my decision saying, no, I want to go to university and I'll go to my university as well. So I'll just do another year intensive. And yeah, it worked out. It worked out okay in that it got me back to that focus point. I'm saying, look, it's ain't no joke like you need to apply yourself and in in whatever you do it's not just kind of education but you can achieve if you apply yourself and um ultimately what happened was um i done a year intensive and you know it was a it was it was like a two-tier kind of moderate um Two-tier type system, so I had exams in January got A's, A's and A A's stars so clocked it on that front and then the old Jonathan came back in. so they were like <laughs> So um, in the end, it all measured itself it all balanced itself out and I managed to get the kind of necessarily great necessary grades to go to university for the next year. but is that's that element that I always tell always tell like people when they're going through this now. To tell you what your L is, man. Like that is one of the big ones when cousins and family have got were going through that and they kind of thinking about what they want to do. I say, look, you know, this isn't the end. Like there's there's other ways forward and there's other opportunities to to change or make a decision on what you want to do. And I say, look, I did it. Like you can do it too. It's not as um, it's not difficult in terms of changing changing your path and just putting the wrong from wrong wrong to a right and carrying on your life and then i think the key thing as well which is even more important is understanding that you you are running your own race you are running your own race and with that in mind make sure that you know what you want and go for it i think that's a valid point it's that's reminiscent
1: to how i've had analogies that i work with i love analogies if anyone hasn't noticed i'll scatter them throughout all these podcast episodes but it's a matter of analogy i would always use is like saying in a day right as a child growing up like for instance she's my son avery right he, he'll decide to make a decision do you want this or do you want that mate i've already predetermined that the garments of clothes that he's going to be wearing any one of the two that i'm happy with him to wear for that day but he thinks he's made a decision He hasn't, I've preordained that decision. And no matter what he does, effectively, I've always kind of got his back. I'm already dealing with that. He don't have to worry about money costs or anything like that, because I've got him. But when you get to a certain age in your life or a certain stage in your life, there comes a point that no guardian can take responsibilities for your actions or inactions. So you're gonna be faced with a decision whether you do something or you don't, and even not doing something is still technically in action. And that's where you can either be closer to your goal or you could be t- getting yourself further away from your goal. And I would probably say to you, or I'll ask you at least, in that time where, because you, you articulate it so well in terms of saying, you know, that's the L, I've owned it, um, you know, I'm, I'm talking to my cousins, I'm talking to these people to let them know at that time did you know what you wanted to do for a career i thought i did
0: um <laughs> so um at the time it was i want to be a psychologist interested in my area of work the university where i went to I had done it not too far from london as well and it was a clear pathway i weren't really interested in anything else and did you need those grades to make that happen? Yeah, well, to so the university that I wanted to go to. I didn't want to go to a a a kind of any university that was just taking me for my GCSEs. I wanted it because of, you know, well, through merit of the qualification that I received. And you know what, it was either that or carry on playing basketball try to get to the NBA. But, you know, I was six foot like the people are getting taller and my jump shot wasn't getting any better so with that in mind I kind of just thought nah but it's, it's this education thing no that's fair enough but then
1: knowing that you needed the qualification to get there and yes there were other pathways to go how did you like now you you seem so confident you say it with your chest but was you that confidence that confident then That you're gonna find another way. I know you said your parents said about clearance and stuff like that, but was you as confident then? Because I know that I I am not an academic person between myself and my wife. My wife is a brain box. She's the one that can study in that capacity. I never went to university. And I know what it felt like when I didn't get those grades that I would like to have got, but truthfully, did I put the work into it? No, I didn't. And my headspace was just hazy because I didn't know what life looked like so i just as far as I'll, i'll call it as drifting but i guess i was fortunate to have certain things in place that just allowed me to navigate safely through it i secured myself a decent job that didn't mean i got myself in any trouble i could consistently work in it and it was an office job but did you know that did you have faith in yourself? Did you back yourself?
0: Did you know that it was going
1: to work out okay at that time?
0: I wouldn't say I knew it was going to work out. I would say it's just sheer stubbornness. <laughs> that's what I wanted to do, and therefore that's what I'm going to try and do to the best of my ability. And um, I think that that's what drives just you when you're younger. That that point of you, you're not going to defeat me. Like I'm not dumb, done, done in that sense. So don't get me wrong. You understood the lesson and the reality that if you don't work hard, then you'll get. You won't get to where you need to go. So you better apply yourself. And it came a bit all-consuming as well to get to that point. But the flip side of that was that I I achieved. I achieved to get 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 to the university I wanted to go to. It was a, a wake up call in terms of how I apply myself at uni. But then even that was a strange one because I still feel like A levels or AS levels is one of the most kind of difficult things that you you will do in terms of academia, because it's so varied of the subjects that you're trying to cover and vast in terms of breadth of information that you're trying to consume. It's, It's very difficult to get to that point. Well, for me anyway.
1: No, I appreciate the honesty. So did you at any point neg- like negatively react to your
0: situation? Mm. I did. Came came a bit of a recluse because I was so determined to try and get to that point. Apart from seeing my girlfriend, it was, oh yeah, and, and basketball to keep the exercise going and work. So it was, yeah. Those three kind of trifactors, I'd be at home, jamming at home. No, <laughs> no, nothing else needs to be done there, Lord. So with that in mind, it changed my mentality of kind of I've got to do this. I've got to sit down, get all this information in my head. I've got a year, and it's a year of not messing around. Like your playtime was over, and then um, and then you've got to think in the background. You've got your other friends who are at uni. Going through their freshest week, doing X, Y, and Z, coming back to oh, I remember a time, um, like I said, I was staying in my house. One of my friends, I was just it was a Sunday night, just chilling, playing um playing computer games. And he came to my house drunk with like four other guys. And obviously it came uh, 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 you know, we had fun at, at college, but not to that extent where you're like, Going to someone's house, at X apart- amount of time drinking, and da 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 da. Had to kick him out. I had to kick him out because of the fact that I was so focused on what I I needed to do. I can't get I can't get into that your zone right now. You you're kind of messing up a space for me, so I kicked him out because of that. And that kind of showed me how you run you're running your own race. You can't let anything distract. unless you've got your social friends, and they want the best for you. They've also got to understand what your goal is as well, and understand that you're in that zone.
1: What would you say? It felt like it at the time, but it's not. What is that now?
0: That I made a sterner stuff, man. Like, <clears throat> you know, that was a setback that happened at a younger, at a young age, and I bounced back from it, and I can talk about it with confidence. And and like I, like you said previously, I've owned it and share it with people to say, look, that's not the beyond all. Nobody's perfect. And you, you've you got the power to do uh, and manifest things in the way that you want it to be delivered as well. So you've got resilience. And I think that's ultimately the the, the the non-L of this. Like You can change things around and everything what you've got is in your power. So as long as you know that and not let it consume you, then keep, keep it moving. You can do it. So it sounds
1: like that was the pressure that helped you to see that there was potential to be
0: a diamond. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they say pressure bust pipe, but it also can create diamonds as well. So exactly that. Yeah. That, that was it for me. And the
1: same as well. They talk about putting kernels in a pot and you put the oil in there, you put the fire on. Not all corn put, turns into popcorn. Mm. And if they do, it's not at the same time. Yeah, it's true. And it just sounds like yours came at a particular time when your grades just didn't manifest in the way that you wanted them to. So it helped you get in gear and, you know, I'm happy that you can now look back and see that for yourself. What I'll ask you is looking, and obviously I know you've touched on it briefly, but if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self at the height of your, your situation where you felt low, down, and just didn't know what to do. What would you say said to yourself? Or what would you say to yourself right now if you could talk to yourself, Kendrick
0: Lamar, we're we gonna be alright? All right. <laughs> like, quite frankly. Like, um, and he'll be like, who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could go back to the um soldier boy days, go, you anyway. Wow. <laughs> man. Anyway, wow. Um, but you know, in all seriousness, just Keep doing what you're doing. You know what your end goal is. Keep going. Keep going. Um. And uh, yeah, learn from this. Learn from it. It's going to hurt. It's going it, to it hurt your pride, definitely. But that will go. And on to bigger and better things, man. On to bigger and better things. I think the thing
1: around that is if it's not going to matter in five years, don't give it five minutes for four. That's it. Because a lot of the times, you know, the social circles you have now, they are important. But in the grand scheme of things, are you still going to be hollering at them people? Are you still going to be dealing with them? Chances are, it's a no. And it's not um, in a malicious way, it's just you're naturally drifting apart
0: because your goals, your ambitions, everything like that just is different. But the thing is, you, you, sometimes you're not ready to hear that until you're ready to hear that. <laughs> just so, yeah, it gets to that point where yeah you've got to kind of let people walk their own paths and that was my path to walk in that sense and yeah take that as a lesson now definitely uh, that, that sounds positive no much appreciate for sharing that and I, I can
1: only imagine how many you know how many times you probably thought about that and how it's made you feel but for you to share it yeah greatly appreciate that Next L that you want to discuss Is something I think a lot of us A lot of us like I've I got no justification because I'm still carrying it It's putting on COVID weight And trying to lose it
0: Because
1: <laughs> I'm not going to lie right I feel like a Michelin man I, I, I feel just like All I can say is I'm glad I'm black Because I look skinnier than I actually am They say wear black to look skinny That's what makes me look skinny Hold on Matt you're black Hold on <laughs> but sorry, sorry, brown. <laughs> Let's be political. I'm brown. <laughs> oh, I think a lot of us can testify to COVID being what it is, a global pandemic, which I, I've got to say to each and every one of us, we're fortunate enough to be in a situation where we are here. Not saying we've survived it as it's halted, it hasn't, we're still just living Absolutely. with it, but we've learned to navigate Through a global pandemic, like I'm telling you, they taught us about World War One and Two briefly, but here we are living and like surviving the whole thing and raising a family and going to work. Amazing! Congratulations to you. If you thought COVID was your L, just say just Mm. you're here. Definitely, you're here. So just want to throw that out there. But yeah, COVID. Wait, how do you handle that?
0: It's it's clearly a lifestyle thing, you know the. The government tells you to stay in home, stay at home, one hour a day exercise. Like say you're you're in prison, and it you don't realize it until you step on those scales, really. At first, un- oh, you know, bear in mind, of course, like was during that time, barbers are closed. You're you know you're putting on hair in your face, where so any type of cheek or tub is looking more like just. Yeah, your, your face looking hairy. So, you know, you're playing the bar, but not yourself. So obviously one hour a day doing exercise, you're working from home. So there's less movement and stuff. And I just, and obviously before before that I was, I was fit, I'd do some running, I'd go and play basketball regularly. And then like, I remember it being 2020. 20, You know, you did a whole new me, new year, new me, I'ma get this done, da 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 da. And then I stepped on those scales, man. And I was like, Wow, that's like a proper drop off of where I was. So I was like, no, I can't I can't be in this in this state that you start putting on your, your jeans and they feel a bit tight, you start you know. You act like I could put my jeans down. <laughs> the buttons were not meeting. Yeah, man. Them three stripes are feeling kinda comfy
1: nowadays. Let's put it that way. It was one stripe for me. Just 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 the other two just were absolutely <laughs> just couldn't see them. I I'm making it like that I'm like humongous. I'm just a tall guy. I'm six not six foot like you. Um you could have been a basketball man, could have been the league. <laughs> no, nah, I could have been, but I just did have friends when I came to sports. I'll just die. Nah, if you're either on my team or you're not, that's oh. just, but that's the story for another day. Um but yeah, no, nah, it's it I feel you with that. It was hard. I must admit, I got on the scale a couple of times. I thought it was broken. Mm. took checking batteries. But like, it wasn't that that was broken. It was my it was my discipline
0: that was broken. It was mm. it was bad. Yeah. And then like I tried, you know, do some more exercise put um and stuff like that. And then it was know it was kinda slowly but steadily, like, okay, we'll see how we go and change, you use your your whole kind of food diary and stuff like that. And then um I got a shock to the system because you know, you hear the information about COVID and you know, you have underlying factors such as kind of um being overweight, seeing um, you know, diabetes, as well as kind of any type of blood pressure or heart heart condition that you have. And then the shots of the system was that my, my mom actually went, to, um, went to hospital with COVID and it just kind of got to a a point of just, you know, the hospital telling you that, you know, this is your last, you know, say goodbye to your mom, this is your last days type of thing. And then thank God, luckily she pulled through it and that was, that was fine. But then I started to become philosophical about my weight as well. In that, I was thinking, boy, I've got it within my power now. Here comes that stubbornness again to change that stuff. Where if I, I ever caught COVID, which I haven't at, at the moment today, I have confidence in my body, won't have to think about underlying factors or any type of particular issues, particularly weight gain, which is in my power. So, um, I was really determined to to kind of lose lo- lose that kind of COVID weight, and it's you know it's a journey, it's not it's not completed yet, and, and that, like it made me want to set co- goals as well as far as what I want to do in the kind of short to long term, and uh, it got to the so uh, I set up a a little well got some weights started skipping and kind of getting into the flow of exercise and really taking the food diary seriously and um again i'm not having reached my goal but during that time i'd during that year by the end of the year i'd lost 10 kilos so it was like okay that, that there's move marked improvement Like, can i'm running quite regularly as well when i'm a lot more active the L is definitely that state when you're looking at your trousers and thinking, "Boy, I could do with a couple for couple more inches in the in the trouser sec- waistline." To be clear,
1: that's what she
0: said. <laughs> in the waistline, that's what I said. <laughs> just say, um, just say, I know. And it's like put put down the the KFC bucket and that stuff, and just kind of you know reach your goal and focus on what you want to do. And uh, I'm getting there, man. I'm getting there. And a lot of people will resonate with that and knowing that you have to be disciplined because COVID was not kind, man. Not one bit. And still isn't. No, it isn't.
1: And I think, think, you know, I'm really happy to hear about your mum pulling through because I remember um, when it was going through, obviously you was beside yourself, and rightly so. I, I think that it's safe to say when, you know, the things that's going on in the world, when they when the ripples hit you mm. that's when you realize your own mortality and you know how reckless we've kind of been because we, we're not as grateful for the fact that we wake up and still drawing breath and we can still see and we can still move and we can still do whatever mm. and then when we realize that in an instant that could be flipped on its head and some of that could be because it's our lack of discipline, our lack mm. of awareness of a
0: situation, that can be quite scary. And don't get me wrong, like, you can see the the steps that were getting you to that stage. So, like, I haven't cooked so much banana bread in my damn life over COVID, like, <laughs> start to perfect recipes and start putting... Who puts icing on on um banana bread? Let's put it that way. Oh, wow, you took it exactly. There. You know, you start making start becoming an aficionado at making pizza, make your own pizza dough and stuff. And you can see kind of the accumulation of stuff and behaviours which kind of get you to that point. And um, yeah, just got to, you know, you have to kind of review and understand. Again, review your life, understand where why you got to that point and then adjust it where you think or to how you get to your kind of end goal.
1: Yeah. So how was your headspace when you saw your weight? Because you sound like you've always been a healthy person, you know, quite well maintained. So to suddenly see yourself, you know, you're you're in control of your life. Because previously you mentioned about, you know, my grades weren't what I wanted to be. So I've worked on it. I've got myself to where I need to be. Right, I'm living life. I've got my family. I'm being a family man. I'm, you know, I'm doing everything. And next thing mm-hmm. you know, you step on the scale and going, yo, I know I've been banging out in the kitchen, but I'm trying to perfect an art, a skill, trying to do. And then now you're thinking. I can't even see my toes. Best believe, you know what is going on. Do you, did you feel disappointed in yourself? Did you feel like embarrassed? What what was the feeling there?
0: Well, I think it was the ability to verbalize it. You knew where you were at this time. You know where you should where you were this time last year in terms of what your body looked like and what you could and couldn't do. You know, don't get me wrong. Like I wasn't kind of chased. Oh, chasing after my, my three three year old daughter at the time thinking, give me a breather, I'm fine. It was <laughs> it was more just kind of for my own personal health. And then the shock to the system when you see what the possible end consequences are, where people are writing you off as a result of any type of ailments or issues that you have. It make it made me definitely self reflect. Um like you gotta do better. You gotta you don't want to be in that position or you want to have confidence in yourself that you're you you will pull through any of this from a physical point of view as well as a mental point of view and nothing's going to stop that so that was kind of like a big reflection for me personally and uh, you know I, I have a supportive family you know you could call it support you could call it a hint my my wife got me some some weights and a punching bag for my birthday so you know you could call it like a hmm you really need to you know work on this jonathan or you could say for what it was and you know i see that's what your goals are here take this to continue on so uh yeah it's what fuels you what motivates you and use it and sometimes i guess fear it's a good motivator, <laughs> as much as it shouldn't be. It genuinely can be a motivator. It's like I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be in that situation. And like, don't get me wrong. Everyone took a Domino's pizza, just eat. <laughs> Got so much money from from the pandemic in terms of people doing takeaways and just staying at home. That um, yeah, it was a genuine shock to the system. And uh, I yeah. I can understand what the triggers were as well because prior to all of, yeah, prior to the pandemic, I decided to go vegan um, as part of Lent, um, and naturally there ain't no food in vegan food, so I was losing. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, if I fed all the vegan people, like my apologies, but you know, beans, beans, carrots, and the, um, the odd soy wasn't sustaining me and I, I lost weight. I lost about, and this is before kind of it all properly kicked off. But then, some, you know, somewhere between summertime, May and um, December, I think that's when the weight just kind of went, which, it was just on popping and swollen up.
1: It's nice to hear that you have such a supportive wife in the sense of she helped you to, to get in a bean back, punch a bag, sorry, and obviously the weights, because you could have potentially taken it a certain way, but it's nice that you understood where it was coming from. It was coming from a place of love yeah. and supporting you. And I think there's gonna be some people, unfortunately, that may not have that support, mm, but-
0: Absolutely. It,
1: it sounds like you've you found your resolve, and even though you identify like, mm not, nope, mm-mm, how does this woman still look at me and still find me attractive? You know, she's supporting you. Mm. And potentially, and I don't want to say this could be the case, but I would like to believe that there is a possibility, at least with other people, if not with you, where it would have taken you longer to, yes, you could have identified, I'm not happy with my weight, but still not do anything about it. But you had to support in order mm. to take it in the right way. I'll actually ask you, why did you take it in the right way when your missus got you to punch your bag in
0: the weights because it was conversation it's being curious of what your goals are and and like i said verbalizing is really important and you know if you've got a confidant that you can talk to someone say you know i'm not feeling this way i'm not feeling right in this way and i want to change it and then you know sometimes especially with weight loss you don't know how to do it. People see the, you know, hit YouTube videos. You see the, um, what's his name? Joe Wick jumping up and down and doing all of that. Maybe that's not for you, but that provided me with a type of guidance to, to say, right, maybe that's the way I should do it. Or A, stop eating. You know, put put those those pizza dough making kicks away, kits away, and get a salad. Um, and and B. Know there's exercise apparatus that you may want to do and fit it to your lifestyle, and uh, keeping keeping that focus on what your goal is, because I'm I'm traumatized if I'm honest, like seeing the possible outcome and seeing how people can write you off because of health conditions makes you think I don't want to be that way, and. uh yeah, I'm all about living life to the most now. And um, at some point, one of my goals art is to... It's going to sound mad still. Is to bungee jump. No, not bungee jump. Not bungee jump. Sorry, skydive. Like, that's better. But... um. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Skydiving
1: is ace. Don't knock Trust it. me. But there's two different things. One involves a rope.
0: The other one... Yeah, down. exactly. So... Yeah, one of my aims now is to to skydive and live life to the fullest and feel. I think that's one of the things I always say. Like people who are in the kind of bad mental state or are are not here with us, they're unable to feel, and that's really important. And a a, situ- a feeling that not not everyone has. To understand nothing to be angry that that feel to be happy that feel to feel breeze on your face and feel fresh air through your lungs and and even feel that that strain on your body like it's a real thing and yeah and like i said it's a journey i'm not finished yet but best believe i've got a pathway to try and get to my goal and integrate with lifestyle you still gotta live life too
1: You know. so that's quite quite clear that you have an understanding of people being in that situation where they're numb to, to feelings have you been in that space then mm.
0: from an emotional I would say from an emotional side definitely when things aren't going your way on a personal note yeah I, I'd say definitely Back again, when my mum was in hospital, you just don't know what to think about it. And you're hopeful, but also preparing for the worst. And that creates that type of numbness too. Um, But I would say, yeah, there, there's been times. There's been times, definitely.
1: And how do you safely
0: navigate those, that numbness? A range of things. What do they call it? CBT no 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 (laughs) no escapism that's the word I'm looking for using other things to to get my my head away from that and just again feel something different whether that be kind of comedy and stand-up feeling going for a walk um anything distracting from yourself and trying to find a, a personal achievement that will get you to that point of of not feeling numb and not getting back to that dark place because if you stay in that place it's hard to get out of it really is
1: 100 i i agree with you on that one and as someone that's suffered with depression before and i probably still have uh, remnants of it still it's something that you manage on a daily day on a day-to-day basis but there is definitely something there and i think when i went skydiving it was probably similar to when i was just coming out of depression And it was the most invigorating thing. And if I didn't didn't agree to do it, I would have missed out on that amazing experience of just descending through the skies, free falling about 200 miles an hour, seeing things in a way I would never normally see them. It was beautiful. And I would do it again. Irrespective of me being a parent, I would do it again because I'm not trying to live a life through fear. I'm trying to live my life fearlessly. Mm And experience everything I can do because I just think, why am I going to encourage my child to do the best they can and enjoy the full, life to the fullest? And here I am, coasting in second gear. Mm. Not saying being reckless, I'm just saying I want to experience life.
0: That's it. And I think that's, that's what, for me, the Sky of Dad represents is that, that feel again, that represents the sensation of life to say, this is the bigger picture. You're jumping. You're jumping outside of a plane, an open sky, seeing the world below you. But you're seeing it. You are seeing it. Not not like you know you're viewing it in someone else's eyes or anything like that. You're sure you're seeing the bigger world for yourself, and I think that's what entices me. So, but that'll get a tattoo. I'm not, not really one for needles. You get me. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> nah, no, 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 each to her own, man.
1: Each to their own. And I, I, I fully dare with you. And for anyone that's listening, a video of me skydiving actually exists on YouTube. Need to see that. It actually exists on YouTube. So YouTube dot com. Yeah, and then and then the rest. Yeah, have a look, see if you can find it. But it, it is out there and it was it was such an invigorating situation. I'm gonna ask you the same question I asked you before. What would you tell your younger self then? Too early, man. It's too early. I'm trying to think about it. Thinking if you're if you're in that headspace where you're on the scales and you feel some sort of way. Mm. Another
0: <laughs> another Kendrick Lamar <laughs> lyric. You love of Kendrick Lamar. Trust me, like shit don't
1: change unless you get up and wash your you ass. Your ass. So, <laughs> with that. Try to say that to my son. It, it, it happens. It happens. Trust me. It happens. You don't have to move. I do it all for him. And Potty Train is, oh my gosh, yeah, all from
0: Satan, man. I'm feeling for you right now, man. man. Seriously, and shut
1: you up, you've got
0: he'll a door get to it, easy, He'll get man. used to it. <laughs> he'll he'll get used to it, man. Don't worry. The, the <laughs> poo's under behind the curtains. They, they 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 don't come as fast and furious as they normally do. He'll Thanks get used to it. No, but yeah, in terms of keep keep going man keep going i think that's what i'd always tell tell myself and that kind of what you're going to do about it you're not happy what do you want to do and i think that's a that's an overarching kind of life um lesson as well if you're not happy what you're going to do and you know take that L as a lesson okay and um don't be afraid to ask for help and support that's also important. If you can verbalise it and share a problem solved, a problem-half genuinely, and there are people that want to help you, there are people that love you and want you to be the best you that you can be. And if that means that, you know, you you, know, you don't ask, you don't get. And I think that's really important.
1: Well, my, I appreciate that. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to wrap this up. But I'm going to let you have a moment to selfishly... I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to give you a shameless plug of yourself or anything else that
0: you've got going on. The mic's yours, my friend. Oh, well, I'm um, no, just hoping that people have got something from this podcast. It's a bit of a... It's interesting reveal an insight Um. into kind of making sure that you take your life as... You know, take your L's as a lesson. like never loss because you can move on from it as long as you're still breathing and you've got that thing, you know, in your chest, your heart, then you can do this, man. So, you know, for everyone, anyone who needs to hear this, you know, just keep going. Keep going, man. And you can, and self-reflect. Don't keep going recklessly. Just hope that you find, you know, what you want to do and, and reach your goals. Nice. And where can people find you on social if they want to engage with you so, um, I'm on Instagram at G1 jonathan on Insta, and if you want to catch me on Twitter, it's jdlj1305, I think. he you said catch that me. so fast, I'm actually gonna stick it in the
1: description, so I don't worry about it. <laughs>
0: this guy, this guy. Yeah, no, yeah JDLJ 1305 um yeah but yes yeah, so let me know what you think about the podcast um, and uh yeah happy to do this um I mean, we need to hear about matt's l's as well definitely something something silly like i forgot to record this podcast you
1: carry on i'll delete this
0: podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man we need we need to hear it definitely um We'll see. We'll see if there's time. But there's so many other stories out there that I just think it's worth hearing from. And I'm conscious that I talk a lot just for my job and everything else. And I just think it's a beautiful thing to hear what other people have got to say. I, I would have loved, and I've said it before, I, I would have loved to have had a hub of content like this where people are telling me how things went a different direction to how they would want it to go and how their headspace was, how they overcome it. And if nothing else, this is my, this is sort of another one of my legacies outside of my children that I can leave. And it just be a hub for people to say, you know what, I'm not in a great place, but I'm listening to all these amazing individuals that have had their own cards dealt to them and they've somehow still played them and and still clawed back some wins. And that's that's what it's all about for me, just having people that are willing to share stories. And it was amazing that what someone I worked with actually listened to the episode, the first episode I did. And she was talking about, wow, that's heavy. And I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to. It be to so know, as in like, it's a real stuff. It's real people sharing real stories about themselves. And I think I never really looked at it from that aspect because I always talk to you guys. But it is that, and I think that's the reason why this podcast was on my mind for so long. And not that I look for other people that have maybe done something like this, But it was just the fact it just wasn't going away. And it was something where I feel I don't want people to self harm or to do anything else unnecessarily because they think they have no other options. And if I can help contribute towards allowing them to know that there are other options outside of that. And when I say that, I'm talking about suicide people. I'm sorry, I don't mean to trigger you, but I'm saying it because that is a permanent solution to a temporary problem and i just want to get that off the table for people so i hope everyone's encouraged by this you know i i can't thank you enough for joining me and for sharing what you have done it's yeah it's been an honor i hope to one day catch up with you maybe another time but i definitely want to see if I can get your wife on here
0: you know <laughs> kind of see what's going on in your skin it's going to close it here Oh, uh, well, it'll be about her and her L, not mine. So, you know, I've done my bit, you know, confession. You and might be the L. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me say, that's a very expensive L, Matt. Let me be <laughs> Oh, okay. 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 That's fine. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. There's, you know, if this is if this is an L boy, mm-hmm. I I, I want to see the win. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> Your daughter your she daughter got, is like um, um, they know she, she comes with, yeah absolutely no, no, yeah yeah he's, he's, i was going to tell you i got you there.
1: i got I you yeah, i got
0: yeah.
1: you checkmate yeah i know but like
0: i said man that's the win
1: <laughs> <laughs> no nah, definitely that but no thank you very much for again joining us uh, joining us um and, the and Thank you very much to the listeners. Hopefully you understand through the fantastic things that Jonathan has shared that, yeah, sometimes things just don't go the way you plan them to do. And, and sometimes you just got to take whatever lesson comes from certain situations that, are, you know, just come your way. Just please, for any any of you listening, just take something positive from this and just understand that where you are right now is not where you're going to be going forward things change seasons change regularly here in the uk at least and that could be the same for you so be encouraged enjoy yourself and i look forward to seeing you or hearing you hear me that makes sense in my head in the next episode take care of yourself You know.